Success isn't a secret, everybody can get it Gotta do what it takes and you got to stay committed Success isn't a secret, everybody can get it Gotta do what it takes and you got to stay committed Success is always gonna do what I'm successful don't Work harder, work smarter, do what I'm successful won't Success ain't a secret, everybody can get it Gotta do what it takes and you got to stay committed folks welcome to the very first episode of success isn't a secret presented by SWAT success and wealth accomplished together I'm your host Gerald I'm very excited to introduce our very first guest the man the myth the legend the one and only Mr. Kawan Money Mail I've been a member of his elite team for about a year now and I will tell you up front that this dude is freaking incredible and I am in no way trying to convert or recruit you I just want you guys to know that he's getting it and he's doing it well and I want you to know how, how you can too. Kwan has been in the network marketing space for about 10 years now. Uh, he has created six and seven figure incomes in this industry. Now I know what y'all may be thinking about network marketing, but let me point this out. We as consumers, we marketing every day. The only difference is we pay in the market. We pay in the market, the Jordans, the Adidas's and the Nikes and the list goes on and on. Kawan, on the other hand, he gets paid to market the things he believes in. I've seen and benefited from what he has done for his team members. I've seen personally what his success has brought to the ordinary person. And there's no justice in introducing him, so I'm going to let him tell you about himself. Kawan? Hey, how you doing? It's Kawan Money Mayo in the building. Like you said, successful online entrepreneur, six-figure earner, top affiliate, multiple companies, and Hey, man, happy to be here on this podcast today, you know, giving you guys that news that you guys can use. So, you know, me personally, I'm an online marketer, network marketer, work from home, however you want to put it. But I make 100% of my income from home. OK, and I teach others to be able to do the same. And in a nutshell, you know, that's what I do. I've maintained a six and seven figure income, you know, have been doing so consistently for at least about six or seven years now. OK, been in the, in, in the game since 2012. And like I said, once I've discovered how to do this and be able to be successful consistently, then I just start teaching others how to do the same and try to bring as many people as I can up along with me. That's definitely, uh, I've seen it in action, folks. This guy's uh, amazing with his team and what he offers his team members. But Kawan, can you tell us a little bit about your upbringing? Yeah, okay. So actually, you know, I, 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 well, okay, coming up, I'm originally from the streets. Okay, so just straight up, I like to be 100% honest, transparent. Plus, I like being real so that people that's watching this that might be from the streets as well or come from a different background that wasn't as fortunate can can realize that your life can change for the better and you can pull yourself up, you know, exactly. and end up being, you know, at the top. You can start at the bottom, but don't mean you got to stay there. You can end at the top, you know, and that's really, really, really what I'm, uh, you know, what I'm really all about. So I'm originally from, you know, I grew up, I was born in New York, grew up in San Diego, California mom nine kids single parent you know was forced to you know help my mom out at an early age you know and that's kind of put me into the streets because i'm a real family oriented person so i was like you know what i gotta step up be the man in the house and help my and help my uh, you know my brothers and my sister so that's what uh, originally put me into that space always been a hustler always been about the money always been about getting money you know and you know 
transition, you know, from 2000, from then to now, you know, um, in 2012, I made a, I made a decision that, you know, I was going to change my life around and I discovered network marketing. And I, I found it, you know, by accident, to be honest with you, I was on, on the, on the computer and I was, I have a, I have a, I have a story, like I said, that really will inspire most because like I said, I grew up in, in the streets, you know, hustling, <clears throat> you know, always been about my money. So I always knew I couldn't work for nobody. I can count on one hand how many jobs I've had in my life. And I'm just unemployable. I just know because I don't take to authority and I don't like people telling me what to do. You know, I'm a boss. So I like paving my own way. So when I came, you know, in 2012, I discovered network marketing online um, by accident by being online. And I seen somebody make $100,000 in a month. And I was like, what? $100,000 in a month? Doing what? You know, being online. Oh, hell, okay, I need to see what this is all about, you know, because, I mean, legally, 100000 Okay, yeah. So I, I dove into that world and never looked back. Um, you know, had the same stories most first couple of years, struggled, didn't succeed, made some twos and fews, ones and nones of my money, but nothing major, nothing worth talking about. But I stayed consistent because I seen other people get it. And I was like, you know what, if that person can do it, I can do it. So that was enough motivation for me to just keep on grinding, keep grinding until I made it. And eventually, you know, I made it. 2014 was when I seen my first significant amount of money. They can make four figures in a month. And I was like, okay, now it's real. And, um, you know, I kept at it, kept at it. That year, by the end of that year, I made 174000 in the company I created called BTS, which was binary trade signal. At the time, we was given uh, binary option signals. And then um, from there, I evolved into super network marketing, where I just went all in with the network marketing. And about 2017, is when I really, when my life really, really changed. Like, okay, now it's getting serious. Cause that was the first time I made over ten thousand dollars online, and never, never looked back. I made eleven thousand. It just kept going up and up and up. You know, eleven turns into twenty-two, uh, twenty-two turns into forty, fifty, and then yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to get to a hundred thousand of my money now. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. Uh, now you, you brought up a good point. How in the beginning, it it wasn't. You know, it wasn't that instant success that people are looking for now and, and uh, how important staying consistent is in, in this business. We know that, you know, in today's society, everybody wants microwave results, right? And uh, just to let, let you guys know that uh, you have to be consistent in whatever you do to succeed. So uh, I know you're a busy guy, right? So what's a typical day look like for you? Typical day for me is I wake up around 4, 4.30 to 5 o'clock every single day. I never get up later than 5 a.m. 5 uh, the reason why I do that is because that's the most peaceful time of my day, okay? So that's the only time I'm not going to get disturbed. My phone is not going to ring. I'm not going to get anybody in my inbox because, you know, once you get to the level I'm at, then you, every, any and everybody's in your inbox every day trying to pitch yourself. Come on, you got to take a look at this. Come on, this is the, this is the one. This is going to make your life, you know, and all that. So I got to deal with that. Then I got to deal with my team. Then I got to deal with people that want questions, people that's inquiring, people that's calling from YouTube. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. So around that time is the best time where I can do me time, you know, things I need to do, things I need to do around my business, be efficient or, you know, build my brain. And that's when I usually do it. So at 4.30, 5 o'clock, I get up, I make my first post of the day, because for those that don't know, that's going to be the one that's going to get the most engagement more times than not. It's the first post that you put up. So I try to make that one <clears throat> the most relevant, the one that's going to probably be the one about business, the one that's going to probably have um, some uh, call to action or whatever the case that says, hey, this is what I got going on, join. But that's what I do. And I start the day from there. After that, I pretty much 
I just run the gamut. You know, I'm, I'm following up. I'm checking up. I'm, I'm just really, really marketing my business, building my brand. This goes on all the way up until I would say 730, 8 o'clock tops. So by that time, my wife was like, look, it's dinner time. It's not me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, but if she's out of town or something, this can go even longer. To be honest with you, I can be in front of my computer in this office until until I get tired. There's been times where I just fell asleep here. I got to be working until I just wake up. Oh, wow, what happened? You know, but it's because it's not like work to me. I, you got to love what you do. And if you love what you do and it's not like work, then you're not going to treat it like work. And the good thing about that is when you're doing something you love to do, not something you just have to do, but you're going to do it with passion. You're going to do it to the fullest. You know, you're going to do it, you know, to on, on a very, very high level. And that's the reason why I'm able to do it like that because what makes some people cringe, like, oh my God, this marketing stuff. Oh, I'm not checking. Oh my God, I don't want to have to post. Oh, I don't want to make web. I find joy in it. Right. So speaking of posts, I saw one of your uh, Facebook posts today where you mentioned mentors. And that is a big thing for me, too, because I believe, hey, like I said, success is no secret. People out here getting it. So elaborate on some of the mentors that you may have had coming up. OK, so mentors I've had was indirect mentors, to be honest with you. If I would have had a direct mentor, I would have got I probably would have been successful a lot faster, you know. But when you don't have a mentor, then you're sitting there bumping your head trying to figure it out. You know, you're going through trials and tribulations like, oh, man, you know, I should have did that or I should have joined that or, oh, wow, I didn't know that that was, you know, that this wasn't going to do what it needed to do. Or I didn't know this was overpriced or under or, or underpriced enough and, and I, now I can't over deliver. Things like that. Like, right. you're not going to learn these things by only way you're going to learn them is either someone holding your hand and saying, hey, watch out and navigating through the, through the field or you're going to learn through trial and error. And unfortunately, I had to learn through trial and error. Yeah, you know, I had to go through it to get to it. So once I went through it, I knew what not to go through to anymore. And I knew how to proceed forward and how to, you know, progress. But coming up, the people I looked up to, they didn't even know I was looking up to them. It was people that was already online, already doing what they need to do. People I seen making six and seven figures, you know, and those are the people. So I can name names, but people probably wouldn't recognize them. But I, but if you, if you do, that Mac Mills, you know, he's a top marketer in the game. Took a lot. I learned a lot from that person, even though he don't know. Even some of the things I do today, like pointing fingers at my money and showing my income and how and and and, and, and social proof, I got that from him. Vincent Ortega Jr., uh, somebody that, that took a lot. He was what I got from him was all this, you know, to really really you know, put yourself out there in a real professional man, instead of just being like this, no lights, you know, everything dark. I could be coming across looking like this, you know. I What I learned from him was, you know what, this right here matters and this counts. You know, people are going to respect this. And then when they see you playing at a high level and they see you going through all this just for a work from home opportunity, like, well, wow, you got your face on the wall and pinball machines and all this. And like, okay, this guy is not playing. Like, this guy is really doing this. You know what I mean? Even if I don't know his background, even if I don't know, this says enough. First impression is your last impression, right? So I, I got that from him. You know, the, the branding, sales videos, how to make good sales videos, you know, and not just use the corporate ones, you know, things like that. And it's a lot, it, it's been a lot of different people. Michael Mansell, he taught me how to rank on the front page of YouTube. Never looked never look back since. Been on the front page of YouTube ever since. So, it's just little things. And what, and that's one thing that I can say is if you don't have a mentor, and even you do have a mentor, everybody has a little something to bring to the table. Even the person that's not a mentor yet and the person that might be just trying to figure all this out, they're still intelligent. They still got a brain. They're still human. So it's a chance they got something to bring to the table. So I've learned not to count nobody out. 
you know. I right. might learn something from somebody that think they learned something from me. And they might tell me, wow, I just learned something from you. So I've learned to keep, stay, stay open. Don't get full of yourself. Don't feel like you're too big. That to the point that you can't ever learn something, especially from the people that ain't where you're at yet. And I just took little things from everybody. Took a little bit from this person, took a little bit from that, took a little bit from that person, and then I made it mine. So that's the key thing, though. You know, I didn't take theirs, and you can tell, oh, that's magnificent. Oh, that's Vincent. Nah, I took it, and then put my spin on it, so it just looked like one man. Right. Uh, that's awesome. You know, there's a, a whole lot that I've learned from you. You have your own university with over 500 hours of training, right? You give your um, your team members live training on a weekly basis. So so you definitely inspired me with a lot of the things that you do. And uh, that's 600 now. <laughs> 600 hours. So, so I stand corrected. But it, yeah, definitely. So when you have that mentorship and that, that person that's holding you accountable, it's an awesome thing. That's the other reason why it's good to have a mentor too, because when you don't have a mentor, it's almost like playing sports by yourself. You're not going to push yourself to the fullest or if you're working out by yourself. That's an even better example. You're working out by yourself, you, you're probably going to quit at eight instead of going to 10. You know, you're going to do uh, 30 minutes instead of 45 minutes. You know, you're going to wake up some days and say, oh, I just don't feel like it. Exactly. But when you go to the gym with somebody and they're spotting you, come on, you got a few more reps. Come on, you can do it. You push it out. You say, when you're ready to quit at 30, but you see your partner over there still going and look like it ain't no, it ain't no time for him. To, uh, he ain't about to quit no time soon. That motivates you to keep going. So it's the same thing with your marketing. When you got a mentor that's already paving the way and already doing what he needs to do, and he's and he's leading from the front and setting and leading by example, it makes it automatically motivates you to do it. Can think about it. If we never see nobody do it, then you even start second guessing yourself, even wonder if it's even possible. Is this even possible? Am I, am I doing the right thing? Am I ever going to remake you know ten thousand or more in this business? But we see other people do it, then it makes you say, okay, they did it. Yeah, yeah, I can do it. Even now, I get inspired. There's people right now. You know, I make you know a, a significant amount of money a month right now. And I'm still inspired by others that make more than me and they're doing more than me, you know, and and I and, and I follow the money. So when I see them having success, the first thing I do is I want to be around them as well. Or I want to at least pick up on what they got going on. Because even if I get a percentage of that, you see, like you see a millionaire, you follow a millionaire. Yeah, you might not become a millionaire, but I, I put I tell you like this, you got a better shot at becoming one if you follow what he's doing. And at the very least, I bet you get a piece of his success so, or her success. So she might be a millionaire. But you might end up being a six-figure earner. You know, you might end up being a hundred thousand dollars out of the million-dollar game that they gave you. So, still a win-win situation. Awesome. You get flooded with opportunities on on a daily basis, and I bet you do. So, how do you figure out which one is good enough for you to present to your team? All right. So, it's a couple things I look at when I'm looking at uh, you know, with the join and we're gonna run the play. First of all, I, what I have is I put together. Okay, so I got a team called the Elites. And my leads is everybody who's on my team. You might have joined something with me before, or you're currently in this up with me now. Then outside of my elites, I form the elites of the elites. We call them the round table. The round table is like 10 to 12 of my core people that I don't have to go to them and send them links. I don't have to say, hey, I'm, I'm betting this out. What do you I don't do that. I just say, hey, look, I'm about to run the play. This is what we're about to do. And here, take a look at it. If you're ready, let's go. And I'm only trying to take a look at it so they know what we're about to get into. But for the most part, we just run the play. And when we do that, we start off strong because they're already at the top. We are already ready to run and we just build it out. So 
um, that's one of the ways I, I go about it. The other thing I do is I make sure that I do all the due diligence that I know a lot of my team and people that I'm presenting to might not, you know, and they don't know what to look for. They don't know the signs. Things that come, let, let me know right away if it's a pond to compare me. Uh, if the if the owner has a, a check of cash. And I'm not, I'm not really going to blame people on the cash, but I need to make sure that your present and your future, your present don't dictate your past. So again, if so, then I'm going to know how the future is going to turn out. So um, those are one of the things I do. And then the main thing is I want to make sure that the business is one, not saturated. You know, I don't want it to be something where if I name it, everybody already knows what I'm talking about. Like if I said MCS, everyone knows what I'm talking about. If I said prepaid legal, everyone knows what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? So it's going to make it a harder sell. It's going to be a lot of people going to say, oh, yeah, I'm already in that. Or, oh, yeah, I did that a couple of years back. I don't want that conversation. I want people to be shocked, surprised. Oh, my God, this is the best thing since sliced bread. I need it right now. So that's what I do is I look for things that's going to be innovative or has a, has a need in the field. Something that when I present it, I'm not selling you lotions and potions and trying to convince you that this, you know, overpriced drink is something that you really need in your life right now. I want to give you things that it nails at home. When I talk about it, you say, oh, yeah, send a link. Let's go. Like, hey, need nothing to talk about it. All right. Speaking of the, uh, the round table, I know everybody has their strengths. And, you know, so uh, elaborate a little bit on why why that's important to have uh, a group, a tight-knit group of like-minded individuals to run things through prior to. Okay. Because I can sum it up with simple steel, sharpened steel. Okay. I don't know it all. It don't matter how good I am. Don't matter how many, how much money I make. Don't matter. I done missed the ball with some things. There's some things that people bring to the table, and I and I didn't jump. And I had to, and I and I caught the. Matter of fact, I give you one good example. One of my roundtable members brought uh, Dogecoin to the table back when it was worth nothing, nothing, you know. And I slept on it because I was like, eh, it has no real utility. It's just a meme coin. This is just a joke. Nah. Well, look what ended up happening. You see what I'm right. saying? That's still sharpening steel. And that's why most of the time I try not to be so full of myself to the point that I don't listen, you know, and I usually, usually I'd be like, all right, well, that's the play. That's what we're going to play. That was the first time that I did that in cost. So that's the reason why we all have our own skill sets. They might not be master marketers at that particular time, but then they have mastered something else that helps my marketing. So no matter what, every single person that's on the round table, even if they're not at the same level as I am, and most of them aren't at the same level I am, but they are striving for greatness. They all uh, look at the bigger picture. They're never going to ask you stupid questions like, is that a Ponzi? Is that like a PMN scheme or that one? They're not going to ask those goofy questions. I'm not going to have to over convince them over and send them tons and tons of material to look over. They're not going to be over doing their due diligence on Google all day and on YouTube looking for, looking. See, it's one thing to do due diligence. It's nothing when you're looking for something negative. Because if you look hard enough, you're going to find it. Let's be honest. Right. I, I was always it. told if you uh, look hard enough, you're going to find what you're looking for. You're going to find what you're looking for. So if you're literally just looking for something negative, like I want something negative. I want to find somebody saying something bad. Well, you'll find it. That doesn't make it fat. I'll make it too. So I'm going to get to do this funnel, putting up a blog. Maybe someone jumped in, never made money online. Now they just hate the whole industry. So it's a lot of different factors. I'm not going to just take what you say as fat. I need to, I, mean, I might use it uh, to help my decision, but it's not going to be just a, uh, this is the, the end all be all because I found this one or two things. So these are the things that I you know I do when I circumvent to be able to join any opportunity you're going to do. And like I said, the round table just makes it that much easier to hit the ground fast. Because think about it. If you got 10 or 12 people that's already ready to run the play, that means you know every business you join, you already got 10, 10 persons right out the gate. Now those 10 personals aren't the people that I got to hold their hands and walk them through everything 
and tell them what to do. So them 10, them 10 persons are going to get busy. So even if those 10 people bring one person, now you got 20 people on your team. If they bring two people, now I got 30 people on my team. You see what I'm saying? This thing can grow real fast with just 10 to 12 people. And I've learned throughout the years that I'm not going for everybody now. See, when you're first time, when you first start marketing, you start looking, you look for any and everybody. Any and everybody, I even give you the time of day, especially since you're not 100% confident in what you can do. So you're looking at any and everybody. And these certain people you talk to, you know for a fact, they are not qualified. And I say they're not qualified for many different reasons. Their mindset might not be there. Their finances might not be there. It just is what it is. The person might be broke. They might even tell you, I don't really have no money. I just lost my job. How many times have you pitched the opportunity and someone told you, oh, man, you know, I'm out of work right now, um, struggling. That's why I'm looking. But that ain't really the right person, let's be honest. They can't even, they don't even have the money to invest in your business right now. So to go down that road is kind of like pointless. You're just going to burn yourself out and, and get that person un, unrealistic expectations unless you got some opportunity that's super, super cheap. But if you got like any opportunity that's like $100 or more or something like that, here it goes. This person's only excuses. I don't want to talk to that person. You know, or I don't want to try and put that person to the business. Even if I do, think about it. If a person tells you that they're struggling and they're out of work and they need something, okay, even if they join, that person's looking for instant gratification. They're looking like, I just told you I was out of work. I told you I couldn't afford it. So they're looking to join today and get money tomorrow. And let's be realistic, especially if it's your first time marketing, it ain't going to happen like that. You might get lucky, get a little something here and there. But if you really think you're going to go from, Zero to a hundred, you know what I mean? And overnight, it's just not gonna happen. You know what right. I mean? Right. It, it's a lot into it that I had no clue until I, I got with you guys. So uh looking at new team members or, or different team members, is it easy for you to spot those go-getters or those ones that's gonna be lacking and you know you ain't gonna get what you're looking for out of that? Most of the time. Because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be able to tell by your conversation. I'm going to be able to tell by the way you're carrying yourself, by the way you're maneuvering. I'm going to be able to tell by the, the questions that you ask. You see what I'm saying? Most go-getters and motivated, they don't need a bunch of – they, they, they might ask questions, but once they get those answers, you're not going to hear from them. They're going to go run and play. Now, they know what they need to do right now, you know? Um, the person that's still trying to figure it out or the person who's uh, financially not right, like, Frank, I had joined the company, and – it was a trading company. So I was like, set and forget. Put your money in. Don't worry about it. You know, come back and look at it in a week. Look at it in a month. But don't don't worry about it. Well, <clears throat> I had somebody that put their last $500 in. Don't know why they did that, but they did that. Put their last five. So that person was in my inbox every day. Stressing me the hell out. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, in my inbox every day. Come on. I, did you get a trade today? Come on. My, they're down today. Come on. I'm like, come on. Like, set and forget. I said, I don't even look at my account. You making me look at it because you keep on asking me about it. You know what I mean? Right. But other than that, I don't look at my account like that. You got to give it some time. Let, let it do what it do. Come back in a week or something and look at it. But look at it every day. You're going to stretch yourself out. Exactly. But that's because he needs the money. You know what I mean? I need the money. So he ain't looking at it as like long-term strategy, buying hold, you know, come back later, be rich. He's looking at it like, oh, cool. I can put money in today. Look at tomorrow. Take some out. Play with the house money. Blah, blah, blah. And when you're dealing with that, then now you're going to be marketing out of desperation. And marketing out of desperate ain't always the best move because you're going to be looking desperate. You know, you're going to be overselling. You're going to be in people's inboxes instead of letting them people come to you. It's just a lot of different things that's going to happen by marketing that fast. So I'm not really looking for those type of marketers. I'm looking for people that you don't have to be the best right now. You know, because you, as long as you're coachable, because you're coachable, I'll tell you how to be the best. 
But I am looking for people that knows that this isn't a get rich quick scheme. This isn't like, oh, I'm just going to get rich overnight. Because I have a saying, it's like nothing that you've done in life outside of working from home, have you ever put unrealistic expectations on yourself? Like, I joined today, I'm going to have it tomorrow. You didn't start barber school and say, I joined today, I'm putting fades in tomorrow. You didn't start, uh, 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 you didn't become a doctor overnight. You, just, you didn't go to a, a doctor school and then, you know, a month later you were doing open heart surgery. It's just like, you didn't do nothing. And the cool thing about it is it takes a lot of money to do those things, go to those schools, go take those trades. You'll probably be in debt for longer you can remember, you know, 20, 30 years of debt might be in debt for the rest of your life, you know. Um, and you put those unrealistic expectations on yourself and you still go to school to the trade knowing you're not going to get paid for six months, two years, or even four years, depend, maybe longer, you're trying to be a lawyer, a doctor, something like that, 12 years, right? You go happy with a smile, feel accomplished when you get the paper on your wall and that's all you got with the paper. Still no guarantee of a job, but you get the paper, you're happy. Rewind. Come to network marketing. You spend anywhere between $25 to $100 on average for most opportunities, right? You spend your little $100, which ain't number $1,200 a year, okay? You come in, day one, day two, you expect to make money. Don't make money by day three, you're ready to quit by day four. It makes no sense. You know what I mean? I'm like, how you gonna put those umbrellas and the real numbers? Three to six months. So a person go three months and feel like, oh, I didn't make no money in three months, I quit. Name one thing you made anything in three months, you made money, except for training hours for dollars. You know, when you was working, punching the clock, making someone else rich, yeah, okay. All you had to do is show up. You got a check. But that check was lackluster, wasn't it? You wasn't, you wasn't working at your full potential as you felt, was you? You wasn't gaining what you, you, you feel was worth. You feel the little check that you made was worth you being outside your family home for eight to 12, sometimes 14 hours a day? I don't think so. You know, that little $10 an hour, $14 an hour, that ain't worth that, you know? So you can put in the same amount of hours that you put in working for somebody else, but working for yourself. And in the mix, while you're working for yourself, right, you are paying way less, which means you actually have more money in the household. See, people don't think like this. Because if you don't do this, you got to do something. That's another thing. Like, okay, I'm not working from home. I have to figure it out. I got to do something. Otherwise, I'm going to be a bum on the corner. So even if you're working for somebody else, I break it down. I say, okay, if, if you pay $100 a month, right, for an opportunity that you feel is a bit much, Okay, well, let's say we, what you do for a job. You go to work. Watch how I break this down. I, I, I've shut up everybody with this one. I say, you go to work. I say, on a day-to-day, -day, I say, how do you get to work, first of all? Like, do you take public transportation? Are you taking an Uber? Or are you driving yourself? No matter what you say, if you take an Uber, that's more than $10 a day, back and forth. If you're taking public transportation, that's more than probably in this day and age, inflation probably $10 a day back and forth. You know what I mean? If uh, you gas, you see what the gas prices are right now, that's about $10 right there. You know what I mean? Back and forth. So once you add that up, that's $10. You probably work at least five days a week, right? That's $50 a week. Let's go on. Uh, what are you eating? Because now you ain't at home. I don't think you're just bringing stack lunches to work every day. You might do every once in a while, but for the most part, you're probably eating out, right? So again, would it be far fetched to say you spend another ten dollars on eating? Again, and that time I'm, I'm gonna give you all three eats. So I know that's a modest number I just said. I'm gonna give you the coffee in the morning. I'm gonna give you the breakfast bagel. I'm gonna give you the lunch that you ate and the snack. So ten dollars is very modest. We're already at twenty. That's a hundred dollars a week. Okay, that already is four hundred dollars a month just for you to get back and forth to work and maintain. I didn't get into anything else. Just that alone. So you're willing to pay $400 a month minimum 
to go back and forth to work. And if, if you do an Uber, it's more, let's be honest. Now, Uber ain't that could be more, but we'll just stay with those modest numbers. So $400 a month for you to get back and forth to work, you do it with a smile, but then you want to join an opportunity that might only cost you $150, $25 a month. You know what I mean? It might take you some time before you get it, but I always tell people, even if it took you a whole year, making no money. But then all of a sudden, bam, by being consistent, now you're making $10,000 a month, $20,000 a month. Was it worth it? Because I know for a fact, if there was a trade school right now that someone told you, hey, go to this trade, okay? It's going to cost you $1,200 a year, <laughs> a year. And afterwards, you're going to be making ten dollars to $20,000 a month. Do you know the waiting list that would be on that, that trade? You wouldn't even be able to get in that school. Right. <laughs> no time soon. Definitely not. Appreciate your time, but I can't let you go without uh, getting into the brand. As you can see, I'm taking pages from your book here. There you go, bro. And I'm going to have to uh, definitely get you a shirt out, a SWAT shirt to you. And so, uh, like, you definitely the brand king, right? Uh, I just want you to explain to people why you go so hard with your branding and why is this in, so important to represent, represent yourself as a brand. I can sum it up easy. Right now, if you go to any kid in the world, okay, especially in America, okay, but almost the world, and you said, want a hamburger? And they say, yeah. They say, where do you want to go? What do you think 90% of the kids are going to say? McDonald's. Exactly. <laughs> okay, exactly. And they don't have to have the best burger for them to say that. We know they don't have the best burger. They don't right. murder burgers, no bread, but, but guess what? There's not a kid alive that don't recognize those golden arches. McDonald's is the best at branding because everyone recognizes those golden arches and that rounded, you know? So that's the power of branding. When your words, people forget words. You know, your words go on and they forget it. They ain't going to forget this brand. You know, they're going to remember the logo. You know, they're going to remember they seen it somewhere, especially if I keep it in your face. So, and indirectly, you remember later when you see it. I saw that somewhere before, you know? Your, your subconscious start playing with you. You see me again somewhere else. You see me on the ad. You see me online, you see, and the more you keep seeing it, now it becomes larger than life. It's like this is everywhere. You know, it's like the bachelor. I see it. Like, I can't. Right. It becomes subliminal. Exactly. It's like subliminal marketing. I'm staying in your head. I'm staying in your brain. Then again, remember, perception is reality. The more they see this type of congruity, you already look successful. Imagine dressing like this and you're not even successful yet. A person would assume that you're already successful. They'd be like, man, you got your own clothing line? You know, they don't know what went into the, what went into this and what type of work. They just see, I don't have my own clothes on. You know, especially if you really take it down from head to toe. They're like, even your shoelaces, like my shoes have jewelry. And you know? I saw that, and I, I was like, <laughs> oh man, he taking it up a notch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that was actually again still sharpening steel. That was actually taught to me by one matter of fact. That's the mentor I could put Doug Wellens because I was in his I was in, I was in his company in two thousand. I want to say 14, I was in his company, right? And at the time, I was I was struggling. I wasn't doing no numbers. I wasn't hitting no ranks, none of that. But other people around me was. And I'm like, I'm doing everything they're doing. That's probably what people say with me. I'm doing everything Kawhi's doing. So I was saying, I'm doing everything. Why ain't having this success? Why not, why not, why not that rubbing off on me? You know, I'm putting in the work. I'm dedicated. People can't say I'm being lazy. I ain't getting no results, though. So I reached out to Doug. I said, look. I said, I want to have a real conversation. I said, what do I need to do to really make it in this business? And I said, don't just give me the cookie cutter answer. Give me the real. Like, treat me 
like we having a, a, a backdoor conversation that no one else can hear. I said, I am a boss. I said, just like this, I said, I'm a boss. I'm not a worker. I'm a boss. So you can talk to me to keep it straight ahead. You're going to tell me, come on, you got to spend $1,000 a day on that. You tell me that. So I know that, you know. Um, if you tell me, you know, whatever you tell me, I'm going to run that play. But I want you to tell me because I don't want you to lead me astray. Don't tell me this knowing I really supposed to be doing that. Okay. So if I'm supposed to be doing that, no matter how undesirable it might sound to the average person, just tell me. Let me make the decision if it's right or wrong for me. So he was like, well, he said, you need to brand yourself. He said, what are you doing to brand yourself? And it stuck with me, man. I was like, what do you mean? He said, you need to brand yourself, right? Man, I, that's the, when I went home, I created the logo. And it's also funny how, like I said, you do what's right for you because I had to do a poll in my logo at first. And I asked everybody, hey, what do y'all think of this logo? A lot of people, nah, nah, that ain't it. Nah, nah, it look a little feminine. It look a little, little feminine, you know what I mean? All that. And I was like, I don't know. It's popping to me, though. It's like, it's really popping. I said, I'm wrong with it. Man, best decision I ever made. Now, people love this logo. And how many people, when they see me wear my stuff, sometimes they don't even recognize that it's not a real brand. They'd be like, oh, what got by that? Like, this is my brand. That's right. you. You know what I mean? And, but it was Doug, though. It was Doug telling me, brand yourself. And yeah, that's awesome. tap into your audience. He said, you know, he said, what do you currently got going on? Like, do you have an audience? Like, do you have people that follow something that you do? And at the time, I had the binary trade system. I said, well, I got, you know, binary signals. You know, I give signals. And I got a group of about 4,000 people in it. But that's not marketing, though. So they're not going to care. Like, they trade me. He said, it doesn't matter. He said, those people follow you. You know what I mean? That's you. He said, that's your, that's your, that's your pipeline right there. That's who you're supposed to be talking to. That's who you're supposed to be marketing to right there. And those two things stuck with me. You know, those two things stuck with me. Because in our world, we think we're in the product business. We think we're in the service business. And we're not. We're in the people business. That's why they call it network marketing, because your network is your net worth. And once I figured that out, I was like, whoa, it ain't about no products. I can sell anything now. That's why a lot of people seem like, dang, Kwan, how do you keep putting 50 to 100 people in every single business at the same time? It's because it's not about the business. People do business with people they like, know, trust, and inspire to be like. Nothing more, nothing less. So when somebody puts something up, it's somebody that likes me or knows me, you know what I mean, or respects me. Or they're already aspiring to be like me. So when I join something, like I need to be in there too. I'm not missing out. I'm not missing the boat. You know what I mean? I'm I'm in there. Send me a link, Juan. And that's the reason why. I ain't got nothing to do with the product. If I had something to do with product, you right now would own a Tesla, a S-150, and you'll be eating a, 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 a cheeseburger from McDonald's and, and, and Burger King every five minutes. Because every time a commercial came on, you'd be running out your door. Every time you're on the freeway passing one of them billboards, you'd be you'd be getting off on the next stop, buying yourself an S150, S150 or a brand new Tesla or whatever's on that billboard. That ain't how we function. If you really think about it, 90% of the advertising that you see on a day-to-day -day basis, you tune it out. We don't, we don't, you know what I mean? Otherwise, you'd be broke. So a very small percentage of the things you watch and see, you go, oh, okay, I'm gonna go get that. And even when you do society, a lot of times you just make a little note of it. Oh, I didn't know McDonald's had or Burger King had impossible burgers. I didn't know they had meatless burgers. Okay, now I know. If I'm ever in the need to eat and, I, and I'm vegan and I don't eat meat, now I know where to get a burger from. That's what advertising does. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, but networking is different. That's why I call it network marketing because ours is based off of our network. And if we don't network, then we don't eat. You know what I mean? So this is a different beast. All right. Awesome. Well, I definitely appreciate you taking the time out to speak with us today. But before we go, uh, would you have, do you have a phrase that you would, or just something to leave the people and, you know, 
couple. Documentation be conversational, okay? And I can show you that and I can tell you. Nah, awesome. <laughs> awesome. I, again, you guys, uh, Mr. Kawan Money Mayo, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, brother. Peace. Success isn't a secret. Everybody can get it. Gotta do what it takes and you got to stay committed. Success isn't a secret. Everybody can get it. Gotta do what it takes and you got to stay committed. Success is always gonna do what I successful don't. Work harder.